Hi everyone, I hope that you're well. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous will run into it and be saved. The song is called I Speak Jesus and as I sing this song, I pray that the words will minister to you the love of the Father in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want to speak the name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Cause your name is power your name is healing Your name is life Break every stronghold Shine through the shadows Burn like a fire I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety To every soul held captive by depression I speak Jesus Cause your name is power Your name is healing Your name is love darkness over every enemy Jesus for my family I speak the holy name of Jesus
just want to speak the name of Jesus Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus Father, we come before your throne this morning. Thank you, Lord, that we have access to your throne and that we have access, Lord, to our Father, our Daddy, our Abba. Lord, thank you, Lord Jesus, for what you've done for us. And thank you for the name of Jesus. And thank you, Lord, that we don't have to go into this day alone. We can go into this day, Lord, knowing that you are with us, that you'll never leave us, you'll never forsake us. And Lord, we commit this word to you this morning. We commit, Lord, uh, I submit myself to you, Father God. I pray, Lord, that, that you'll anoint my lips, Lord, to bring words of healing, words of encouragement, words of refreshing, Father God, words that will penetrate, that will challenge, that will change lives. I commit this to you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Good morning, everybody. Uh, it's great to be together again, day six uh, of our series. Uh, it's just awesome to, again, every morning to just speak to you, and I trust that these words are, will encourage you and just lift you up and this morning, you know, as we reflect on the day past, our hearts go out to those people that lost loved ones. And, you know, one's hearts break when you hear that people couldn't even be with their loved ones when they passed away because they were in a hospital and others were in lockdown and they couldn't get to them. And, and it's not only them, it's people that are currently in a hospital for other illnesses that, and their families can't even visit them. And, how hard that is, Lord, just to, to experience that. And so our heart goes out to the families that lost, loved, that lost loved ones. Our heart goes out to people that are, have uh, loved ones in hospital and, and those that are lying in hospital and no one can visit them. And it must be very, very hard. And so we pray for you. We pray a quick recovery. We pray... Yes, that the uh, <clears throat> that they will soon join you back at home, and we also want to pray for those that are currently have this coronavirus across the country that are ill. We pray that uh, God will touch you. Uh, we speak the name of Jesus over you, um, the name that heals. This morning, I want to talk to you about God's thoughts and what is God thinking about. And you'll be amazed what God is thinking about. And I want to read to you from Psalm 139. As you might know, no, I, this is my Bible that I use for personal devotion, uh, the Passion Translation. And it's, it's just so vivid the, the way uh, the writer interprets the scriptures. <clears throat> 
but you can follow it in any translation. In Psalm 139, it says, Lord, you know everything there is to know about me. You perceive every movement of my heart and soul, and you understand my every thought before it even enters my mind. Now, <clears throat> for some people that will say, listen, but how is this possible? But remember, God is outside of time, and he can see everything, my beginning and my end. So it's physically possible God has basically seen that this movie. You are so intimately aware of me, Lord. You read my heart like an open book. And you know all the words I'm about to speak. Before I even start the sentence, you know every step I will take before my journey even begins. So God sees everything. God knows everything. God knows the beginning and the end. You've gone into my future to prepare the way. And in kindness, you follow behind me. And that is so amazing that God goes before us, but he's also behind us. He's just surrounded us. And that's the amazing thing that our Father God loves us so much that he actually goes ahead of us to prepare the way. So there is a way that's prepared for us. And it's important for us to follow in that way. And you'll see later in the scripture and how we should do that. To spare me from the harm of my past, with your hand of love upon my life, you part a blessing to me. So whatever you've been through, God can even spare you from that harm. And it's important that we let go of the past. We have to let go of things of the past. And sometimes you need to forgive others and sometimes you need to forgive yourself. But I think it's important that you do that because you don't want that harm to, from the past to carry with you and be free. And I think this is a good time to do that, is to let go, to let go. And like we have to let go of so many things that we used to in life, now is the time to let go of the past. And in many cases, people have to give, forgive themselves, mistakes that they made and, and they felt that it wasn't the right thing to do. And, but now is the time to say, Lord, I forgive myself and I forgive others. This is just too wonderful, deep, and incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings me wonder and strength. Just to know that God knows us brings an understanding, but it also brings a wonder and a strength. Because God knows everything. Where could I go from your spirit? Where could I run and hide from your face? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down into the realm of the dead, you're there too. So there's no place to hide from God. From verse 10, wherever I go, your hand will guide me. Your strength will empower me. Look, I love this word empower because empower means so much. You see, God's grace empowers us. So we are empowered to do the things God asks us to do. We are empowered. We are empowered to live the life that God has called us to live. How are we empowered? By the grace of God. God's grace empowers us to live this life. We don't have, a, have an excuse. God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, the Bible says. It is impossible to disappear from you or to ask the darkness to hide me. For your presence is everywhere, bringing light into my night. 
You know, some people do want to hide from God, but it's impossible. You can't hide from God. You can't hide your thoughts. You can't hide your actions. Maybe you can hide it from the authorities and from the people that, you know, in the know. But there's nothing you can hide from God. You can't even ask darkness to cover you because you want to hide from whatever shame or sin or whatever. There is no place to hide. But that's good because the light of God shines in our hearts and, and it will bring a release. It will bring a refreshing. It will bring reviving our souls, which we so desperately need. There is no such thing as darkness with you. The night to you is as bright as the day. There is no difference between the two. And that is so amazing. And I know a lot of people find it hard when things get dark. And, you know, whether it's physically dark outside or where the world gets dark. There is no darkness in God. There is no darkness. It's all light. And we are the light. He says he's put his light in us. So wherever we go, there shouldn't be any darkness. You formed my innermost being, shaping my delicate inside and my intricate outside and wove them all together in my mother's womb. That's where it all started. I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it, how thoroughly you know me, Lord. And I think you must know that each and every one of you are special. Every one of you are, are wonderfully made. And God cherishes you, each one of you. And sometimes we feel, and especially when in a scenario where you're on your own and you don't have interactions with other people, and, and many people find their, their worth in what other people think and say and, and how they interact. And it's, it's hard in this time for them to actually feel worthy. I want to say to you, you are worthy. If you th- and, and you'll see now as we carry on reading what God is thinking about you and how he thinks about you. You've even formed every bone in my body. When you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully shaping me from nothing to something. You see, God made you. And it's carefully and skillfully. So each one of you is a work of art. Each one of you is unique, a unique work of art. You saw me, you saw who you created me to be before I became me. Can I read that again? Verse 16. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. You see, God has a plan and he has a purpose for you. Each one of you have a purpose in life. And it's important that you hear from the Lord, what Lord, what is that purpose? That God created you to be even before you became you. Before I'd even seen the light of day, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. Every single moment you are thinking of me. Every single moment you are thinking of me. Now, just think about this. Um, You know, whenever we talk to people and say, I'm thinking of you. And that could be you thought of them for a couple of minutes or a minute. or That doesn't mean you're going to think of them 24-7. It's impossible because there's so many other things to think about. And we want people to be encouraged when we say that. We say, listen, I'm thinking of you. Uh, And that does give people a sense, listen, 
I'm important, that's why you're thinking of me. But here God says he's thinking of us all the time. Now, it's too wonderful to imagine that God can think about over seven and a half billion people every day, 24-7, that he thinks about us. But if you look at Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the very famous scripture where God says, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, plans to give you a hope in the future. How, how do you, where, where is those plans formed? It's in the thoughts. God is saying, the way I think about you, the plans that I have for you, and yes, we need to discover those plans. We need to discover, Lord, what are you thinking about? How are you thinking about me, Lord? What are those plans, Lord, that you have for me? What are those plans, Lord, that you have for me for a hope in the future? And it's important that we know that. And we have to ask God this. And when you do that, please become quiet before God. Clear the mind of all the clutter and allow him to speak to you. And you'll be amazed when you start hearing what, how God thinks about you. And be prepared with your journal and, and write down and say, Lord, what are the thoughts that you have towards me? Uh, and you'll see that it's good thoughts. It's no thoughts to harm you. And how precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. Can I say that again? How precious and wonderful to consider that you cherish me constantly in your every thought. You see, the thoughts that God has for us is thoughts that are cherished. He cherishes us, meaning he values us. He, we are worthy in his sight, not because of ourselves, but because of Jesus Christ. So in Christ, we are worthy. We are worthy, and the way God thinks of us, he thinks like a father to his son and his daughter, because that is who we are. We are sons and daughters of God. Oh God, your desires toward me are more than the grains of sand on every shore. Now, I don't know how long the beaches of the world are, but one thing I do know, I mean, just you go to any any beach and you just look at the sand and it says your desires toward me are more than the grains of sand on every shore it's almost unthinkable to us that god can think so many thoughts about us so if he thinks so many thoughts about us don't you think it's important that we know what he's thinking ask him ask him lord what is it that you're thinking about when i wake each morning you're still with me I'm reading from 23. God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden with me, within me. I think the day or two ago, we also talked about just those secrets in our hearts. And it's important that God uncover those and get it out. Because if it gets stuck there, it could influence us in a, in a, in a, in a, not in a good way. Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. The Bible says we shouldn't be anxious about anything. We should bring our anxiousness and our cares we need to bring to the Lord in prayer and petition. And that's what we should do. We should bring it before God and say, Lord, I'm anxious about this and share it with him. Like I said, David, he was very open. He basically shared his hearts and his thoughts with the Lord. And I, like I said before, the Bible says David was a man after God's heart. 
See if there's any path of pain I'm working or walking on. Can I read that again? See if there's any path of pain I'm walking on. You know, I just made a note next to that statement where I said, Lord, please warn me if I'm walking on a path that will cause me pain. You see, that's a father. If a father sees a child walks on a, on, a, on a path that's going to bring them pain, he would warn them. He wouldn't allow them to just carry on. And I'm saying, Lord, help me that if I walk on a path that's going to bring me pain, please warn me so that I can change my way and change the path that I walk on. And lead me back to your glorious, everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. I believe the scripture, if we really take it to heart and ponder on it and meditate on it and go to the Lord in prayer and say, Father God, your word says you're thinking of me every day, 24-7. Lord, your word says that the thoughts that you're thinking of are good thoughts. It's thoughts of a father. You cherish me. You, you love me. It's thoughts of love. And yes, sometimes God will correct, but it's always for our good. And then we shouldn't be stubborn when he does correct us. We need to yield and be humble and, and change and repent. Because repent basically means to change our thinking, to align our thinking with God's thinking. So how would you know what God's thinking is if you don't ask him? Ask him. Ask him, Lord, what is it that you're thinking about me? And you'll be amazed. And I, I will guarantee you there's going to be tears flowing. As Father speaks to you and, you know, sometimes people feel that they're unworthy and they've messed up and, and therefore, you know, God is holding things against them. That is not the God. If you've gone to them and asked God for forgiveness, he will forgive you and cleanse you and he leaves it behind. That's the God we serve. And you'll be amazed when you ask him that and how he will just encourage you, lift you up and just cherish you as his daughter and son. I pray that you will have a blessed day uh, as you ponder on the scripture. I pray that this message is a message of hope and encouragement in this time. God bless you. Amen. Mm -hmm.